Testing one, two, three. Testing uno, dos y tres. English. English. Uno, dos, por favor. Anywho, what's good? It's your boy, uh, SB Report 706, this committee podcast. <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to BSO. Official <laughs> writer at BSO. Holla, your boy. Uh, we got the usual suspects. Y'all introduce yourselves right quick. Hey, everybody. It's so Chapo. What's going on? <laughs> this is uh, Marcus Sniffles from Twitter, the uh, founder of the Marcus Music Minute. Okay. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Shout out to the uh, the first ever uh, committee podcast, Thirty Bird Nation for Fantasy Football League. Shout out to uh, the members. Yay! Yeah. Shout out to Kobe the Goat, Chance Tribbles, Matt Fitz, uh, your boy. Damn, I forgot his name. He auto drafted, so I don't care. And then shout out to uh, damn Siren on Twitter. So, oh, she should be interesting. Hey, Siren. Yeah, yeah. She uh, she auto drafted as well. Just yeah, like a lot of, of auto drafts. That draft went by really quick. I was like, well, I had, yeah, I had You're six. welcome. You yeah, anyways, are yeah. welcome. <laughs> so I don't understand how L reminds me to set the time of the day for the fantasy football league and just doesn't show up, which baffles me, but you know. It is what <laughs> it is. Okay. I was having technical technical difficulties. Right. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. My fault. My fault. I'm sorry. Yeah, so this week we got a, a good slate of topics for y'all out there and uh the world of Twitter, Facebook, YouTube's anything going on. Uh, the first thing we're going to talk about is, I know last week, R.I.P. John McCain, but there's there's some things about Mr. McCain. A lot of y'all probably don't know what the mainstream media really doesn't talk about, so I'm going to put y'all on game with that. Also, ladies out there, even men, do you think it is appropriate to save yourself from marriage? Because you could actually end up uh, not getting what you want. Mm. And Lastly, we're going to talk about the marathon funeral for Aretha Franklin's homegoing and if uh, Miss Grande's dress was appropriate and what actually is appropriate, I guess, garb for a funeral. So that's things we're going to chop it up about. Also, we have El Chapa's Wine Out and my teaspoon is stupid, hashtag TOS. So let's get it cracking. All right. So last week it was, you know, John McCain, RIP, you know, he was a hero. He was a patriot. All these, you know, fun, great things say about him. I hear a butt coming. It's not even a oh, butt. Oh, it's kind of like butt, a big butt. Yes, it's it's kind of <laughs> like you know, it's been about a week. So I mean, I know last week I alluded to him uh, cheating on his ex-wife with his new wife, which is his ex-wife is like nowhere to be found. Nobody ever hears about him. He has three children with her as well. But yeah. John McCain isn't quite the guy a lot of people think he is. So I was actually listening to a podcast called Democracy Now, which is like a, a news show. It's like a very, it's a very unbiased news show. Like if you listen to like CNN or Fox, they obviously lean right or left. First of all, John McCain abandoned his wife, right? Like he cheated on her, but 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 she was injured in a car accident and left her for a younger, probably better looking woman. That's the first one. And I, I joked about, hey, you know, he's a POW. Maybe we can let that slide. That's really kind of messed up. All right. Secondly, while he was a senator, and I'm going to put the site that I got information from, it's from theguardian.com. He openly joked about bombing a Middle, Middle Eastern country, Tehran, by singing the classic Beach Boy song, uh, Barbara Ann. He was like, bomb, 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 Iran. I was like, oh, <laughs> ours. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> oh, am I able for laughing? Don't act like that wasn't smooth. Don't act it, like that wasn't smooth, funny. But bro, like that's that's not that's not 
okay, so what if another person was joking like that about Bob in the United States? And then we're we have the issue. Got to keep the same energy. I, also, I get it, but in the in the energy of jokes, was it a joke? I mean, politicians can't be. Joking that's fair. Right that's now. fair. Is it a joke, or that's are fair. we really trying to get in that ass? You know what I'm saying? That's also, fair. also the John McCain endorsed and campaigned for Alabama politician George Wallace Jr., who had ties to racist groups that opposed interracial dating and promoted white racial purity. Sounds sounds kind of familiar to, to somebody we might know and uh, know and maybe not love this maybe run the country, you know? Let's see. He was very anti-abortion. He, belie- he believed that Roe versus Wade was a bad decision. And in 1995, he almost threw hands with Strom Thurmond on the Senate floor. Hey, do we have footage of that? Nah, I didn't see no videos. Damn but, it. but one of the last two things that, you know, our, our hero, John McCain, uh, this and this one is pretty bad, but it's kind of funny. So it says in 1992, there's three accounts. They're saying that three people heard this happen after a harsh day of campaigning. Uh, his his current wife, Cindy, made a joke about him being bald. Right. And his reply was, at least I don't play plaster makeup like a troll up. You cut. And three Whoa, said, not the C word. To his wife. Not the well, his, C word. That is verbal abuse. And yeah, they said he had a temper. He was kind of kind of angry. He was kind of a very grumpy old man. But again, this is the stuff that they won't paint it by him. Another big thing that they don't talk about is low key. John McCain kind of set up 45 to be president because he picked a very unqualified governor of Alaska, Sarah Palin, to be his running mate, mm. who was a former, what was she, a, a model or a pageant queen or something like that. So, uh, well, a lot of people were saying that that's that's a parallel to now giving people like 45 a chance to win the election. So I can understand this, but it's not excusable to say in public. Uh, I guess, you know, he was captured in Vietnam, but a lot of people will say that, hey, you were bombing their country. Right. So he on record on tape was calling uh, referring to Vietnamese people as gooks. John is out here wilding. Like John was out here wilding. So he, he also voted voted against making Martin Luther King Jr. a holiday. They voted yeah. on that, and he voted no. Like who votes yeah. no on that? Like that oh, was. do we want to celebrate this guy? No, no, thank you. This should be a, a federal national holiday. No, no, thank you. So, I mean, you can't you can't be in politics as long as he was and not have some kind of dirt. But that's a lot of dirt. He's got decades of dirt. And he's apparently a terrible person. But, you know, I guess you can't speak ill of the dead. But some people don't believe in that. Some people will roast you while you're in the casket. It's it's not even ill. It's just the facts. I mean, they're they're just choosing not to report it because it sounds bad. I mean, it is what it is. It happened. It's record. It's documented. Like, we can't pretend like this guy was only one side. People can have two sides to them. Like, this is part of his legacy they're choosing to omit or not having people know about it. So there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of deaths. Not not really soon, but in the next 10, 20 years, there's going to be some people that pass away and there's going to be a complicated legacy. And it's going to be really complicated uh, as far as how we discuss them and what they accomplished. Like one example is Bill Cosby. You can look, you can look at all the you can look at all the great things that he did, all the things he accomplished, being a trailblazer, whatever, whatever. And then there's that other shit. And it's like, do you leave that out? Do you bring it up? When do you bring it up? When's a good time to bring it's it up? It's definitely going like to be that? brought up. Yeah, so, I mean, it's the same thing with, like, John McCain or any other 
politician. It, it'll be the same thing with Bill Clinton. People will say like, oh, he's the first black president, but then he signed bills to lock up black people in the 90s. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's, I, it's, I know it's where that, where that rhetoric came from. Like that's, that's gotta be the most ignorant thing that people have ever said. Like, okay, cool. He's from Arkansas. He plays saxophone. That's that's cool, but that doesn't make you black. Like that doesn't get you a quote invite to this imaginary cookout that you know people speak of. So. I swear, people really started having that sentiment after the scandal happened with Monica Lewinsky, and I feel as though that's what are you trying to say? Like what what picture are you trying to paint? You know what I mean? Like I feel like once I have people are like, oh yeah, that's a, like that's for real. Like our first black president. I'm just like, well, what are you? Why are you correlating the two? I don't know, because black men don't cheat, so I, I can't I can't rock with that sentiment. Surely don't, never have, never will. Anyway, so so sticking with cheating, <laughs> not only cheating, but uh sexual acts. So I know Marcus, he brought up an interesting topic in the group chat regarding uh women saving themselves from marriage. I'm gonna just say women because this was the article in particular was talking about. Uh if you don't really understand that, uh you can add the Wash YouTuber, KJ Dallas Kid, our resident resident 16-year-old virgin. Um, he is the <laughs> thing you can stuff in the Leave him which, out. Which I applaud because there's now like super genital eating STDs out there. So, you know, if you ain't if you ain't yep. locked down right now, it's a rough time. And people are just real quick off a tangent, people are nasty. I saw a very musty video come across the timeline of a man in public, what is to believe to be a high school party. Um, how can I word this? Performing oral services on a, a young lady. That was supposed to be high school. I heard that was a high school party. No. Yeah, so people are mad dutty these I days. I saw like that. that. I thought that was so trifling. Let's stay on that real quick before we change. Not only I think that was just so trifling. I was looking at the comments and see, like, okay, maybe am I just you know like old? Am I is it just me or whatever? But there's a lot of other people in there. Who were feeling all that little like that was just trifling. That was just so trifling. And you have the other guy all up in her legs trying to take notes. I don't know what he was doing. Like everybody's there with the camera. She's covering her face. So I'm like, does she want it? Does she not? Like, I just feel like that shouldn't th like we shouldn't, that just shouldn't have happened. There was too many fucking people there. Somebody could have pulled her out and be like, no, save her. Save her. Hey, these cell phone cameras, nothing is secret. There's nothing sacred out here. I read this the article from uh, Ebony, this 27-year-old uh, woman decided to save herself from marriage for religious reasons, which is, I can understand that. I'm not going to shame anybody for that. If you, if you believe in something that requires you not to have sex before marriage, all power to you. But this woman in particular, she saved herself from marriage and apparently the sex was garbage now i read the article <laughs> and she kind of set herself up because she thought it was going to be some something off a of tv like really romanticized they were going to be looking into each other's eyes the entire time she was going to see fireworks there was going to be like multiple orgasms by everybody like that's what she thought the first time she had sex was going to be like and that's not what it was like there's a lot of people that aren't living that way anymore like you can't it, you're, you're setting yourself up for failure if you're with someone and you don't test it out like i hate to make it sound like people are cars or whatever but at some point you got to give a little bit of a test drive and to her credit she has been trying to improve her sex life it's been when the article was written she said they've been married for about a, a year and a half 
she said she started watching like porno. She started mm. doing research on how to make sex better. She started using sex toys. And the thing that sucks for her is that when she started using sex toys by herself, sex was way better. And then when she brought those sex toys to him to mm. use in the bedroom with him, he was but like, no, he was, he was super insecure about it. He was not having it. He did not want to do it. So she was just like, where, where do I go from here? And I guess the question is, is like, is, is sex that important to where you will divorce someone over it? Or you'll just like, what do you do in that situation? Cause he's, he's not satisfying her. He's not trying to, according to her side. And she's not old. She's not like in her fifties. Like she can still go out and start a new life with someone else. But I mean, I don't, that's a, that's a tough spot to be in, to be in, to be in a marriage where the, the person you're with is not interested in trying to satisfy you whatsoever. And so, I think, I think well, that's well, the well, issue. Uh, before we go to El Chapo, let me read an excerpt from this, uh, uh -oh. <laughs> Ebony, uh article. So this is, this is the young lady referring to her as sex toy. So she says, during one of our lovemaking sessions, I pulled out my new friend and suggested Rich that we add a little spice. Spice is that one I got when he stopped mid-stroke screaming and cursing about how insulting I was at being, and then he proceeded to throw Peter out of the window. So yeah, he wasn't very happy about her having to use uh, auxiliary methods to uh, get where she needed to go. So El Chapa, being the only woman on the podcast, how do you feel about this? What are your thoughts? I think the biggest thing that sticks out is his insecurities and I think it's very unattractive when you're with somebody who's extremely insecure, no matter what department it is or well, what you your gender attractive is. Inattractive. So I think also the fact that he's not even trying, that's what's grounds for a rocky relationship. I don't want to say to end or divorce or whatever, because that's their love, that's their decision. Um, but I just feel like the biggest thing that sticks out here is he's not even trying. How do you not even try to make our relationship better, no matter what department that's in? So, um, yeah. And then it's like, how does, I wish we knew how he felt about it. Like, what are you, like, does he get off? Is it just her? Like, oh, you, you know, know, he's getting off. You know, he's getting, you that's know, he's getting off. <laughs> yeah, we ain't even going to ask that. Anatomy works, one but it don't, yeah. don't take much. Men, men shoot like 99% when it comes to that. Like, we're getting ours regardless. My question, honestly, I, they didn't they didn't say it in the article. Maybe I, missed, maybe I missed it. But I would be interested to know if the man was a virgin also. Like, were they both virgins or was it just her? Because that would be interesting, too. Because it's like... That what changes would be the things. Point? Yeah, what would, what would be the point in saving yourself for marriage if your partner didn't do it either? Like, I feel like that defeats the entire purpose. Like you, you're saving yourself because you want to be pure for the marital bed, stuff like that. But the person you're bringing in to your pure mar marital bed is unpure, quote unquote. So why would you marry someone that's already had sex if you're if that's the way you're thinking? And now, at me, the same time, you can think of it as well. It's a little bit less pressure on me because they know what they're doing and. You See, know, they can uh, lead the way. If you're that devoted to your religious beliefs, you're not going to be with somebody that doesn't have the same value system. Yeah, like but that, you're not going to judge them. I mean, if they perfect. felt that way before, they felt that what you do in your past life is what you did in your past life. If you didn't, people got born again versions. People have a change of heart. They change their religions. Like that's, that's their mindset and their ideology. Hashtag born again L. 
She's been saved. Yep. She's been resaved, reborn. I've been saved for the time being. <laughs> anyway, the point of the matter is, the point of the matter is, like, you can't completely judge somebody based off of their past. I mean, if you agree to be with oh. them, and you if you're okay with it, you're okay with it. Once you say you accept it, you accept it. You can't then throw it back in their face later on either. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I that's, mean, that's, that's a totally cool. that's a totally different that's a totally different topic right there. Doing that, sure. That one. But I, I I know for me personally, I I'm, I'm, I don't know if we're gonna all do this, but I remember when I lost my virginity, and it wasn't some special romantic, you know, <laughs> <laughs> something crazy where it was like it wasn't. This wasn't something out of the out of the notebook or love and basketball. It wasn't like that. So the idea of that being your first time uh, as a married person having sex it does not sound appealing to me. And my first time was not romantic at all. It was I don't want to say it was trash, but it wasn't great. You know what I'm saying? It was whatever. Was but it both of y'all's first time or just yours? No, no, it was just mine. I was I was the, the new the newcomer. No pun intended. But I know for me personally, <laughs> <laughs> I will, as someone who has had sex before, I will turn down sex from a virgin because that's not something I want to do. Because I remember my first time and how awkward it is and how, like, you're not sure what you're doing and all that stuff. Like, I'm not trying to. Nope, trying to. I, I don't want to go there either. That's And that's the only time I've ever turned sex down. Once, once I found out she was a virgin, I was like, nope. Not doing it. You no, know, but that's you. so different. Most males are like, yeah, like they want. No. Like there's a credit no. or something. Nope. You can keep that V card, man. Come back when you don't have it. I don't want it. Well, that's another topic for another day also. But she also says in the article at the end, she says, I love my husband. Truly, I do. But I'm starting to question if I love him enough to put up with this for a lifetime. Marriage is supposed to be forever till death do we part. But forever is a long time to live without good sex. So it, it kind of sounds like it kind of sounds like to me that this ain't gonna work out. That's my personal opinion. Y'all let us know what you think. You hit me up at SB Report seven zero six on Twitter. So yeah. But now I'm looking back at her at her and her values because you held sex to such a high standard. That means that you believe in the holy matrimony and all of that, which is great. But then now because of sex, now that you've had it and don't like it. Now you're willing to divorce, and most people who have the same values as far as you know waiting to have you know waiting to be married and have sex also don't believe in divorce yeah i feel like she's gonna have a unfulfilled marriage and she's gonna stay with him just based on she went 27 years without having sex because of religion so i feel like based on her i don't think she is if you're that if you hold your religion that highly and that strongly to not have sex in this day and age for 27 years like i can i can see not having sex in the 90s maybe the 80s but with tinder the internet twitter uh, all these dating sites there's so many what in the back page whatever you want to do there's so many R. things yeah there are so many ways there's so many ways to get sex out here it's so easy to obtain it's extremely hard to do that and for and for her to be able to do that for 27 years because of marriage i feel like she's not just gonna get divorced in two years She's just going to be one of those people who's unhappily married him. and unsatisfied. Nah, she ain't leaving. No way. She's leaving him. No chance. So, so with that, you know, we talked about so death to us part. Uh, sticking on the death piece, we had the uh, <laughs> of a recent <laughs> transition to that point. Zing! That was great. So 
uh, we had the homecoming, home going of a one Aretha Franklin, which is another topic I want to talk about maybe later on. But that that shit went on for like 13, 14 hours. Like that's out of control. But that's neither here nor there. The big thing a lot of people got out of that that uh that funeral was uh, one Ariana Grande. So if you don't know who Ariana Grande is, she uh, used to be on a TV show on Disney called Sam and Cat, where she was hell of annoying. Like she had to be the stupidest. She was the female equivalent of Patrick on SpongeBob, and maybe one of the Ed, Ed, and Eddie characters. Yeah. So she was singing at uh, Aretha Franklin's homegoing, and a lot of people, if you see the memes, the video, you see uh, Bill Clinton in the background and the uh, Reverend Jesse Jackson in the background, like directly behind her. And we all know that Bill Clinton's a former savage. He's getting sloppy toppy in the White House and all that stuff. But he looked like he was enjoying the performance a little bit more than you should, if that makes sense. And that might have been partly due to Ariana Grande's attire. So she had on a a, a short or tighter black dress and high heels. Uh, so what a lot of people on Twitter were saying, and just in general, they were saying that her dress was inappropriate. Again, El Chapa being the only theme on the podcast, what are your thoughts on her her funeral attire? Do you think it was appropriate, inappropriate? Y'all out here listening, let us know. So go ahead. So for me, what I what I will refuse to do is blame her attire for any of the males on that stage to I don't want to say be perverts, but essentially be perverts, right? Like I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna bash her and what she's allegedly wearing. being perverts. Allegedly, they, they, might just, they might have been really just enjoying the performance. We don't know, you know. Sure, let's go with that. Um, however, I do think that there's certain ways for you to dress. There are certain things that are appropriate and inappropriate for certain settings. Her attire, my first reaction was that's kind of short. Um, for it, you know what I mean. Like you're at a funeral, you have to be respectful, and that there's certain there's funeral attire. Like there's unwritten dress codes so to speak so i i wasn't exactly a fan of what she was wearing but then i had to think i was like well it's ariana grande first off she wears things like this all the time second of all you know they're performers they're stars she's performing so it's not completely far-fetched for her to wear that um but obviously i mean she could have very easily put on something that was still longer just a little bit that's my thought I don't, I don't know what funeral attire really is. I don't really like attending funerals. I don't plan on um, attending any funerals in the near future because I just don't like the way they make me feel or whatever. But uh, I'm also not going to tell a grown person how to dress. So if that's what you want to wear, then wear what you want to wear. I don't know it is what it is. Yeah, definitely not going to dress shame uh, Ariana Grande, so God bless her. But sticking on uh, music people, because she does sing. I, I've heard her album's pretty good. I'm not really, that's not really my cup of tea. It's actually it. really good. You should yeah, listen she, to it. She can really it's sing. very grown and sexy. I like it, surprisingly. Mm. So, mm. so speaking of grown and sexy, I guess we were going to the Marcus Music Minute. I don't know if those two things tie in together. I know uh, Gift Queen was very uh, confused when he said he wanted to be the sex symbol of the podcast, but... Uh, Go ahead. I don't see why not. I don't see why I can't be. I'm the only one who was here with no shirt on one time, but it is what it mm. is. So, about <laughs> mm, yeah. So, uh, for this week's uh, Marcus Music Minute, I have I actually have three topics, and I will let El Chapa pick between the three. First oh, one, we can either go with Kanye West, Childish Gambino. Or Nicki Minaj, which one do you want to go with? Childish Gambino. Okay, 
So <laughs> here's the thing with Childish Gambino. It's, it's good that you picked this because he actually dropped a video for his uh, Feels Like Summer song. And I was kind of curious as to, is this slow burn thing good for artists nowadays? Is this a good thing to be doing? Because a couple months ago, he did Saturday Night Live and he did um, Saturday and This Is America. And then that night he dropped This Is America video. And that video pretty much took over the internet for the next like two weeks with think pieces and everybody talking about it. And then another couple month or two passed and then he drops the summertime uh, playlist with two other songs. And then another month passes and then he drops the video today. So is this going to turn into something new that art other artists start doing? Because most artists, they drop a single and then the next month they drop another single and then the next month they drop another single, then they drop an album. Then I'm to the point where I need this Childish Gambino album to drop like immediately. Like I needed this yesterday. Like if he, I needed him to drop this album that night from Saturday Night Live, the night he performed on SNL, that would have been a perfect night for me for him to drop that album. And I'll also ask this, is there anything artistically that Donald Glover is not good at? Because I feel like he's a good singer, he's a good rapper, he's a good songwriter, he's a good actor, he's a good writer for TV shows, he's a good director. Like what does this what does this guy not do well when it comes to artistic things? And that's it. My my time went off like a long time ago, but that's it. Let us know. I know there was a kind of a debate on uh, social media before about who was the better, I guess, uh, the most talented or well-rounded artist. It was, I think people were throwing Drake's name in there. They're throwing uh, Jamie Foxx in there, and then you have Childish Gambino. So let us know what you think. Who is more talented, Drake, Childish Gambino, or uh, Jamie Foxx, and the answer is Jamie Foxx. So don't even the answer. The Whoa. answer is the answer is not Drake. He should not be in the conversation. Yeah, the answer is Jamie. Yeah, Foxx. let's let's not. Yeah. You think? Yes. Have you ever watched the Jamie Foxx show? Uh religiously, I grew up on that. Yeah, he like he put that whole show together like himself by himself, completely. That's true. That's so. true. He's definitely underrated. Ooze. This might be a little tougher than I thought initially. No, no, it's it's not even a question. He runs away with that answer. So, but anywho, uh, we're gonna get to the portion where uh, Elle winds it out about the uh, things that she's thinking about and going on in her life. So this one should be pretty good this week. <laughs> All right, ladies and gents. So this week's wine, if you do join me, it's gonna be yet another can. I told you guys, I'm obsessed with these little cans. I see South Breeze enjoying one right now. Um, <laughs> this is a favorite. can can washer. I'm holy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is. Um, anyway, so I went with Ken. Again, the name is Ava, and I went with the red blend. So last time, I went with um, the rosé, I believe. I went with the lighter colors. This time, I found a red blend. Super good, super sweet, not dry at all, which I know a lot of people have a fear when it comes to reds. Um, go ahead and enjoy yourself a nice can. You can enjoy it chilled even. I know it's like a red no-no, but it's still good shit, so give it a try. Now, going to the wine, let's backtrack to two topics ago. I miss the only, the diva, the queen, Aretha Franklin's funeral. Um, yes, it was very long. It was great. I went, I went to church enough for like a whole month. It was fantastic. I don't have to go physically anymore. But let's go and talk 
talk about what everybody really wants to talk about, which is Ariana Grande's performance. It was great. It was cute. But afterwards, Bishop Franklin, como que he got a little handsy. Mm. I'm just saying. Made a fan from the flock. He was, he was out there. And, you know, we've talked about this before on the show. And I, I swear to cheese, we just end up repeating ourselves. But you guys see it firsthand when I talk about when I whine about these older men making us uncomfortable, the creepy older guy, right? The creep always trying to give you a hug and do all these things that you just feel almost obligated because you don't want to be disrespectful. That was prime example. That was live. You guys saw it raw. The way he was grabbing onto her, his hand extended a little bit too far over her. Benefit of the doubt, she's tiny. He has a long arm. It might wrap around a little bit more. But you, sir, got to be mindful of where your hand placement is. His hand was all on her breast. His hand was there. It hey, wasn't grabbing in the front. You got to be deliberate because she ain't got much. She ain't got much to grab on. Exactly. She doesn't. Like I said, she's very, she's little. She's petite. So his arm could probably wrap all the way around her. But you have to be knowledgeable and you have to be respectful of people's personal space. Completely. The fact that his arm was already all the way around um, and he just kept darting, she was obviously uncomfortable. You guys lie and tell me she didn't look uncomfortable. You could see it. She was trying to laugh and joking it off, you know, trying ha ha, trying to scoop back as she's laughing. He brings her in closer. That's happened time and time again to so many women. Now, let's go a little bit further. He released an apology. Yeah? And, um, I don't know. I just feel, I'm not with his apology. So, uh, Bishop was reportedly said, Tusar said, uh, it would never be my intention to touch any woman's breast. I don't know. I guess I put my arm around her. Maybe I crossed the border. Maybe I was too friendly or familiar. But again, I apologize. I hug all female artists and male artists. Everybody that was up, I shook their hand and I hugged them. And hug them. That's what we're all here about in the church. We're all about love. The last thing I want to do is to be a distraction to this day. This is about Aretha Franklin. So he's trying to get the attention off of himself and his doing. And I just feel like his apology was half-assed. You guys, I mean, I don't know what, what I would really expect. I just wish that he wouldn't do it. I wish he would acknowledge that that type of behavior is unacceptable. I think that would, if that were to be mixed in his apology... Maybe I would feel a little bit better about it, but all he's doing is going back and saying, uh, I didn't intend to touch her. Um, I don't know. I guess I put my arm around her too much. Back up. Just back up. You had no reason to even be touching her. And okay, fine. You want to put your arm around. There's things called shoulders. Anyway, I could go on this for days. This is why it's called Wind It Out. You guys tell me what you think. I know I'm not the only person who's fed up about this. So if you guys get at me on Twitter, at Chapa E-L-L-E-C-H-A-P-A. Let's talk it out. Yeah, there's definitely a conversation that needs to be had between uh, how pastors interact interact with women at their churches because a lot of people had a lot of stories that could relate to Ariana Grande's situation. Yeah, that is true. We gotta in the Me Too era, just just keep your hands to yourself. Like that's the that's just the safest the safest play to to go in uh, 2018 and beyond. So, real quick, my, this week's teaspoon of stupid is where we kind of find something very stupid online in the world going on. I kind of bring some light to it. So this week's piece with stupid is speaking about the Ariana Grande situation. I hate to do this, but damn. So uh, Luke Cage star Mike Coulter mm. tweeted out, there's a picture that Trevor Noah posted with Ariana Grande and the pastor. And Trevor Noah tweeted, what's up with the pastor's hands? 
and Mike Coulter retweets it with a comment saying, now this is how you shoot your shot. Zero fucks, and he put crying emojis. He quickly deleted that tweet. Mm. And he also issued an apologize on his Twitter. So I'm like, dude. It's half-ass apologies just because they got caught. I'm over that. Look, look, look. Luke Cage is good. Blue Cage ain't that good, brother. You could be out here tweeting that kind of wild shit, dog. Like, I saw people on Twitter talk about, yo, they'll were, they were replace your black ass with Tyrese tomorrow. <laughs> 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 you can't you have the Iron Man the fucking, uh, the fucking your boy. Uh, damn, what's his name? Uh, who did they replace that dude with? Terrence like, Howard? Yeah, they replaced Terrence Howard with uh, Don Cheeto. Don Cheeto with the quickness and mm. life went on. Like, we didn't even miss a beat with Iron Man. So. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta, there's, he already got a lot of smoke for some other controversial things he's saying, but you can't, that's, that's not appropriate or funny anywhere at any time in 2018. So you gotta be aware of what you're saying. Hopefully, uh, he, he obviously realized what he did was not right. And I hope that's not what's inside of his heart because that, that kind of makes you look at him a, a little differently being that, you know, his character on Luke Cage is very, uh, it seems very conservative, very down to earth, you know, very humble, very quiet. It seems like a great guy, but man, I don't know what's up with Disney and the people that hire, but man, they hire some wild ass people. So hopefully that was a lapse of judgment, but you know, God bless his mentions. But again, we, we appreciate y'all listening. Uh, definitely drop a review on Apple podcast. So quick shout out, shout out my homeboy, Jay free. Definitely rocks the podcast. Definitely share it with your people. Uh, shout out to trail T Shout out to the Kids Wear Crowns. We're part of the collective. So check out the kidswearcrowns.com. And uh, that's all I got. Yeah, shout out to uh, Tribbles and uh, Cy. We're going to be discussing this Eminem album this week. So be on the lookout for that. Yeah, that's all Jordan Lucas is crazy. Also, shout out to Gift Queen. Shout out to her. Shout out to all the Falcons fans. We're about to get this W against the Eagles. So it's lit, maybe. Actually, we're going to win. So yeah, uh, L, you got some shout outs? Yeah, shout out to Craig, uh, right, Craig. That's the homie. He was looking out this weekend. He's gonna hook me up with some memes. He's taught me how to Photoshop, Loki. This is about to be great. You guys get ready. I'm gonna have the fire tweets coming soon. I'm just saying. Fire tweets. Fire. So send that fire to your DM. So again, we appreciate y'all rocking with the community podcast. This is your boy South Breeze Reports, El Chapa, Marcus Sniffles. We out. Peace.